Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. And if you'd like to debunk about anything you want. G'day and welcome to this week's segment of Farm Yarns, where we dive behind the audio to find out who inspires our guests, what motivates them, what they would like to debunk, and also what resources they lean on to get the most out of their agri-business. So let's get down to it, Farm Yarns. Welcome to Farm Yarns. Good to be here. Cracking stuff, mate. So to find out a little bit more about Muzz, what's your morning routine? Do you have one? Um, not really. I mean, it, it sort of depends what I've got on that day, uh, whether I'm working on the farm or in the office. Um, I guess I sort of just get out of bed and pour a nice big cup of instant coffee either into a mug or the travel mug. And yeah, if it's on the farm, I hit the road and get out there or um, yeah, just get to the desk and book in. Short, sharp, having no schedule is a schedule. But in 60 seconds, tell me your favourite memory on farm that you sort of have flashbacks to or some, something you enjoyed. Could have been a year ago or 20 years ago. Oh, look, I, I don't know if there's just one, but like the whole, I did a year in the Territory and, you know, that, that always comes up. Anyone that's been up there, that comes up. Like it's just, it's fun. Every day is an adventure. It doesn't matter if you're chasing cattle or checking fences. Every day is an adventure. Where like it's for you? Humbert River Station. So back then it was CPC. It's now Heightsbury. But it's oh, about 60 k's as the crow flies south of Timber Creek. Yeah. Yeah, my plan was after the UK to come back and maybe do a mustering season or something up there. It would have been pretty cool, but things just don't align. And now we've got this all going up. So that's good. And that's a good one up there. I'd love to get up there and have a look around, maybe interview a few pastoralists up there. It'd be good. Oh, I'd love to go back up there, but Rachel won't let me. She doesn't think I'll come back. Maybe not on a postie. Yeah, yeah, not not doing that again. Yeah. Um, and for yourself, who's been the most influential person for you? Um, geez, it's that's another hard one. Like, there's so many, so many people in ag. Like, um, you know, I think a lot of it probably comes back to that that amps crew. Um, the sort Matt of Gardner, Tony Lockery. Yeah, they, you know, just just that research that those guys did that their experience the knowledge that they could pass on um when i was there working as an agronomist i think that's you know they're they're probably the yeah the guys that have probably most shaped how i view ag and farming yeah beauty we'll have to track them down and get them on the podcast as well you'll have to get them on in the paddock oh that's yeah yeah we've spoke before about how hard it can be to track down some guests they would be impossible Right, we'll have to chase them after, chase after them. But chase them hard. And if you'd like to debunk about anything you want, maybe podcasting and ag, we're not all grey haired. I am. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, a myth in ag. I, I get concerned at times about nutrient cycling and 
some of the uh, you know some of the the information that's put out there in regards to nutrients and soil nutrition. You know, every ton of grain, kilo of beef, kilo of wool that you pull off a place, you are exporting nutrients out of that system, and you know they they don't appear from nowhere. The only nutrient that you can add to the soil uh, without really doing much is nitrogen. That's from a legume. And even then, if you are, like if you're growing those legumes for a cropping system, chances are they are probably using as much nitrogen or more um, than they are, you know, than they are putting in. Uh, so you have to, you have to add nutrition or you're mining your soil. I think I've done like four or five Wednesday tech talks on this. And at the end of the day, I don't care where you get that nutrition from, whether it's synthetic fertilizer, manure, liquid fertilizers, um, wherever, but you can't, you can't just make nutrients appear. Like I, I just watched the latest season of Clarkson's farm uh, and he introduced cattle into his system because they help fertilize the fields and, they don't really, they help cycle the nutrients, yeah. but they're still exporting nutrients in terms of beef. You can't go, well, I've run the cattle over it. You know, it's fixed all my problems. It's you've cycled a bit. You're still, still mining nutrients if you're not adding anything. Yeah, I haven't really thought of it about, about like that, but yeah, definitely it's like having that extra additive, not sort of relying on cows shitting everywhere. Not going to solve the problem. No, no, it just cycles it. It doesn't, it doesn't fix it or replace anything else. And as I said, I manure is a great is a great source of um, nutrition, and it seems to do a lot more than um, you know that, than what the analysis would imply. Uh, but you can't rely on your own cows to do it unless they're in a feedlot. Um, you know, you've got to get that feedlot manure. You've got to have that quantity there to actually do the job. Yeah, hundred percent. And for yourself, a bit of a 50-50, do you prefer planning or harvest time? Uh, harvest time. Well, Keep I that don't know. Down when you're worried yeah. if it's going to come up. I prefer the end of harvest. That's yeah. that's probably better. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, once it's all in the bin, there's a lot less that can happen to it. Did and as soon as it leaves the farm gate, yeah. it's on someone else's insurance. What's that? Did you have a punter's run cut out? Uh, no, not really, but we do keep an esky in the shed. Yeah. So, you know, at, at the end, as I said, in the in the longer podcast, I like to keep the contractors coming back. So we, we keep an esky in the shed for the end of each day. Yeah, beauty. And for yourself, like throughout the industry, it's pretty rife and that report just came out with Norco and um, NFF, National Farmers Fed. How do you take time to look after yourself to make sure you're firing on all cylinders? Maybe even as a fam younger family, you got a little John there as well. Yeah. Look, I, I I tend to work a lot and you know, I just I honestly love just being in the tractor. Just, you know, sitting there listening to a podcast, um, just rolling along. Uh, but you know, we if there's nothing to be done on farm or it's wet or windy or whatever, you know, um, we'll, we'll take time out and go down the river and have a fish or do something. 
uh, being near Inverell, we've got Coped and Dam. So I've seen you know, there's, there's always something to do and get away. You've been wrangling a few in. What's that? You've got a few fish lately. Yeah, had a good run last weekend. Yeah, last weekend, just a, a little flick for a couple of hours and yep. four yellow belly, a cod and a caddy and a carp. Yeah. All edible. Out of a, um, a pretty cool little area where... Well, yeah, well, I guess they're all edible. You, you can't keep the catfish uh, and the cod was too small, but we kept two of the yellow belly. They were all legal, but we kept two. Um, catfish, like yeah. Uh, not out of a creek. If, uh, in New South Wales, if you're west of the Great Divide, you can keep them out of the dams if they meet the size. Yeah. Um, but rivers or creeks, you can't keep them. If you go over uh, east of the Great Divide, once you're in those coastal streams, you can keep the catfish out of there. Um, just carp. Carp really destroyed all their nesting sites, so they're a protected species in our rivers. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. Were you yeah. speaking to the... I know nothing about fishing. I like fishing within the first hour, and then after that, you sort of lost me. Yeah, you've got to be catching something. Yeah, you got to be like that charter fishing. I'd, I'd like to go do that. That'd be pretty keen. Yeah, yeah, they get crappy if you're not catching something in five minutes. Maybe as a younger farmer, you'd have a few, but what's your deepest fear? Um, God, interest rates. <laughs> um, happy that they stalled it for the month. Oh, I'm happy that it stalled for now. Yeah, they kept going up and up. She was she was going to be a bit hairy. Um, yeah, I guess, guess that or just the weather. Yeah, I can insure against hot, you know, hail and fire, but um, 200 mils just before harvest that wipes out a crop. You can't insure against that. There's, yeah, yeah, just just the the weather. <laughs> All the stuff you can't control. I'm actually surprised no one's actually said the weather on that yet. Yeah, right. What do they all say? Um, well, probably more personal ones around the family, mate, but that's all right. We'll we'll let you Yeah. Well, I guess I guess there's no sense in fearing what you can't control. Yeah, no, that's it as well. But for yourself, we answer this one in the last one, but what are you most excited about in twenty twenty three? Maybe our collab. That the most exciting thing. Well, yeah, no, that's that's definitely up there. Yeah. That that's um yeah, that's definitely up there. And oh look, there's a just getting very boring and technical. There's there's a few other agronomic things I'm playing with that um, you know, they've got me fairly interested, fairly motivated, pretty keen to keep them moving. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's um but Obviously, you know, that the farm's advice in the paddock collaboration is the big one. Yeah, huge. It'd be probably front paper next week, I'd imagine. It should be. Look, you know, I think all the agricultural newspapers. Yeah, all, all one of them. Like, they're in every state. Yeah. Tell us and tell me and the audience something that we may not know about you. Um. Well, you know this and you alluded to this earlier, but... Uh, a mate and I, a mutual mate of ours, uh, we once rode posty bikes from Moree to Broome. 
bit of a rough track. Is that across the Tanami? It was. Yeah, one. yeah. I don't recommend it. Didn't you just camp just off the road there or something? Just because there was. Yeah, we camped just off the road the whole way up. Yeah. How long did it take you? A week. Ten a week. days. Yeah. Days. One way or both. Yeah, one way. Yeah. Yeah. Up the other end. We yeah, we got picked up yeah. at the other end. Yeah. Yeah, I then went across to Darwin, caught up with some mates, and then flew home. Um, I think Macca just drove home. Yeah, because you came and did show and tell before. Well, you had your bike and your posties at uni at college there. Yeah. After you jigged them all up with your lights and your light bars, spotties and whatnot, all your carriage, carriage bags and that. Yeah, if you search East to West Posty Ride for farmers on YouTube, you'll still find us there. Yeah, we'll have to track that. I think I did share your posty photo bloody ages ago now, but yeah, we'll have a look into that. But for yourself, that was a good one. What's your favourite productivity hack? On farm, in the books, or getting oh, just coffee? <laughs> just <laughs> coffee and duct tape. Yeah. No, look, I um, we, we spoke about in that uh, in the um, the the main podcast, the like the Gallagher system, the TWR and the TSI. Like, I absolutely love that, and um, really excited to see how I can link that in with AgriWeb. Uh, now we've got the TWR uh, once I can get it all working. Um, really keen to see, you know, how that can just drive crush side decisions. Yep. Um, and yeah, just on top of that, just, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I guess productivity, just, it all comes from data and data management and, knowing what to do with that, whether that's your soil tests or visual observations, it's, yeah. Beautiful. And, Marzi, if you weren't doing what you're doing, what would you be doing? I'm probably driving a tractor for someone else. Sticking in the industry, good, good to hear. And starting up the Farms Advice Book Club, Farmers Book Club, do you have any book recommendations? Are you a bookworm? Uh yeah, well, I'm probably not as much of a bookworm now as I, I used to be. I just don't have the time to read, but A Fortunate Life by A.B. Facey. Yep. I think that's that's probably one of the only books I've ever read that, you know, cover to cover without putting it down. Like it was just, yeah, it's probably the only only book I've read that way. Um, got a few others that, you know, everything else I reads normally like military history that sort of thing. So it's not really ag-related. You'd be um, with Will Bignall. Did you listen to his episode? No, I don't think I have. He, he was reading... Um, I was just thinking of, like, he's mad how he operates his business, but... And then he just hit me with, like, he was reading about World War Two German tanks and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Real into it. Loved it. Yeah, right. No, I read a lot of Michael Vich, who... Um, He's branched out a bit more lately, but he did a lot of stuff on um, uh, like fighter pilots and bomber pilots and all that sort of stuff in World War Two. Yeah. I thought really. you say your favourite author is Andrew Marshall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he was my dad's best man. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, he's 
Oh, yeah, of course, I get the land every week. Um, another one, if, if, you know, your listeners really want to be scared, uh, Burn-In or Ghost Fleet yep. by Peter W. Singer. They're uh, the only science fiction I read, and they are peer-reviewed science fiction. Every bit of technology they mention is referenced. It's pretty freaky. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll jot them down. Welcome to the Farmers Book Club. Um, that wraps up Farm Yarn. So thanks for coming on and having Farm Yarn. I think there's a few poignant questions in there that get the farmers listening and hopefully they can open up as well. It's good to have a conversation, I reckon. Nah, it's good. The conversation straight from the heart does not stop here. Come along to social media. Join our Facebook group at the Farms Advice Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram to see what we get up to, but also to see who's behind the screen of the everyday farmers. Because we're finding the extraordinary within the normal.